0: welcome back to retro reco i'm kyle
1: and i'm shane
0: and this is a podcast where we talk about and recommend movies to each other and this week it was shane's recommendation shane what was your ret- recommendation
1: um uh, my uh my recommendation was the 1987 uh i i think that that's a good way to say it because this movie does make you every now and then (laughs) the 1987 uh movie predator uh starring uh some recognizable names such as arnold schwarzenegger and uh carl weathers um and jesse
0: the body ventura and shane black we get another shane black movie by some weird stance
1: so, so I have some fun stuff about Shane black on the film. Uh, yeah. but, uh, uh, first movie to ever star two governors. Uh, and then also a third person in this movie ran for governor.
0: Wait, who is the third person that ran for governor?
1: Uh, the man that played Billy, um, uh, Sonny Landum, okay. uh, ran for governor of Kentucky.
0: Interesting. Okay. Uh, um, oh, this may be a, a bit of a shorter episode. I have a feeling, uh, because, uh, this movie, we can say that bullet was, you know, an action movie as much as we, we want to say, but it was more suspense crime thriller, really. Uh, this is an action movie for sure. So the plot, eh, not that deep.
1: Yeah, I, I and I, I wrote down that this is kind of the story of two movies. That it starts off as a really bad war movie, yeah, uh, and then it becomes a better action horror uh, uh, at the end there. So uh, kind of a survival horror style yeah. to it with the hunting and everything. So uh, it's a movie that is not good in the first half hour. <laughs> like uh, outside of the the best handshake in cinema history, there's there's not much to talk about in the first first bit of the movie. Um, that's that that's really that great like they're introducing the characters sort of yeah um uh and they're like they're introducing the premise which is very very loose and not exactly a uh a great one of them going into the jungle uh but uh yeah so but it is it is an action movie that has a lot of action spots uh, that made me laugh out loud at a few different times uh, yeah. watching them.
0: Yeah, pr- and pro- uh, yeah, and probably not any of the dialogue made you laugh out loud, because um, some of the dialogue is atrocious. What uh, piece of
1: dialogue makes me laugh out loud? <laughs> I,
0: well, the one thing I can say is you at least recognize Shane Black's character. You don't like him. Um, or at least I didn't, uh, but he at least, because he is so one note, you know exactly which character he is.
1: Yes. Well, I mean, here, here's a, so, so a couple behind the scenes things for this, um, before we get into the, in a little bit more in depth into the movie. Uh, so this is directed by, uh, John McTiernan. Uh, John McTiernan is, uh, more well known for directing Die Hard. He, um,
0: yes he he directed the the first and the third Die Hard movies uh so he yep. directed the good ones
1: yeah so so uh this was his second film that he ever did his first one was one that he also wrote that starred pierce brosnan i believe Oh, uh, yeah pierce brosnan uh called uh nomads which does not get very uh very good reviews well, um,
0: it was Pierce Brosnan in the eighties, so yeah, that makes sense because it was probably just before Remington Steel. Then,
1: um, yeah, eighty six. So, oh, it would have been yeah, because Remington Steel, I believe, was eighty seven. So I think that was like right, right before. Um, he probably was, might have even been filming uh, some Remington Steel stuff while he was finishing Nomads. But, um,
0: oh, it was eighty two to eighty
1: seven. Uh, so yeah. Oh, 82 to eighty-seven. Yeah, I, I thought, thought that was, was later than that. Yeah, I thought
0: it was late eighties to mid nineties, not to early nineties. Yeah. 90s, I did too. Not,
1: yeah. Uh, but McTiernan had a uh, a nice run of movies around this time. So Predator was his second movie. His third movie right after this was Die Hard, and then his fourth movie right after that was Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Um. So banger, banger, banger. Uh, yep. Then then he uh he kind of fell a little bit, uh for he had some some other recognizable movies. Um he did Medicine Man uh with Sean Connery was his next one. Uh a one that I really enjoy uh after that was Last Action Hero.
0: Yep, with, with teaming up with Arnold once again, which is always a good idea.
1: Yes. Uh and then he did Die Hard with a Vengeance, Thomas Crown Affair, Thirteenth Warrior, and his final two movies were rollerball which is <laughs> I about atrocious yeah and a movie called basic which i don't even i don't know a single thing about but it yeah. looks like it has john travolta in it um
0: yeah I, th- I think if i remember right it was a john travolta like crime thing it wasn't great
1: now i don't know if he retired or or what happened after 2003 or if he just failed so strongly at those last two movies that no one gave him a shot again uh which would seem wild to me he must have retired
0: uh yeah he he retired um it's it says he yeah he basically went into retirement from uh 2003 and then he's been back i think producing more uh, okay since uh 2017 is what it says to the present so
1: but uh and this was uh, this was co-written by the Thomas Brothers. The Thomas Brothers really the only other thing that that's that is of of mention on their. Uh, they 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 co-write all their movies, and their their number two mentioned movie is Wild Wild West, starring Will Smith and Kevin Kline. Um
0: Jim West. Desperado. I mean, they also
1: did Predator Two,
0: but Rough Rider. Yeah. No, you don't want none. Of... I know way I too many to Lear. I
1: know
0: know way too many lyrics to that song.
1: Will Smith was so good at writing songs for the movies he was in back in the 90s. I know, right? Great.
0: The, the, like, two of them that he did that for. um, Yeah. But, hey, they're both great. So, you know, Men in Black and Wild Wild West are both...
1: You're telling me he didn't write the song Bad Boys? Booyah. Yeah. Jokes. That was a good Um, one. So... So uh, in the casting, so as you mentioned, Shane Black is in his first credited role. He was technically in something before this, but he was uncredited. Okay. Uh, But his first credited acting role ever. Uh, And he was brought in um, not because of his acting, but because they knew that the script was a little iffy and that he could make on the fly unscripted changes on set.
0: Oh, God, please say all of those pussy jokes weren't weren't just ad libs because they were all terrible
1: i really really hope not um i hope that they were not but uh, uh while he was on set uh filming this in his free time he was writing the last boy scout <laughs>
0: <laughs> good <laughs> that's always like the joke uh that kevin smith always tells about ben affleck always ad-libbing during mall rats and he's like you know what if you keep ad-libbing so much why don't you go write your own script and then he did and he won an academy award
1: then uh uh this movie uh costs uh it there's no i mean eighties movies it's hard to get like a definitive number yeah uh they've got down between fifteen and eighteen million dollars to to make this uh it ended up making nine uh ninety eight point three million dollars the box office was the number two movie that year um behind uh uh beverly Hill's cop
0: okay yeah that makes sense well and and even like looking at this of like 15 to 18 that is not a like even though adjusted for inflation and and everything that is not a big budget and they got a lot out of this when you think about the the visual effects and the the practical effects like it's you know stan winston doesn't work that cheap usually um like he's done some you know Fairly B level movies, but you know, creating the design for the Predator um, isn't one of those you know throwaway. Ah, I can just do this on a quick, like, little budget kind of things. And they yep. they were very smart with how they use that, and like, we don't really see the full Predator until the final confrontation.
1: Yeah, the actual Predator costume is is only in the movie for 8 minutes.
0: Yeah, that makes sense cuz they they use the the uh camouflage thing for a lot of it, which actually like it feels a little dated now, but not as bad as I thought it was going to be actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there was there were some weird moments of it, but like yeah. it it really wasn't wasn't terrible. Um, and then they got uh, originally uh, to play Predator was Jean Claude Van Damme. Okay. Uh, now there's a lot of there's a lot of mixed things on here about whether he quit or he was fired. The I, I, different different sites say different things. Really, so it's a lot of he said she said. It sounds like um, the director claims that they were having a lot of issues, and in the end, they fired him because he was too short. Uh, Van Damme said that that he was having a lot of issues, and then once he found out that he he was not going to be shown in the movie without the costume on at any point, he quit. That
0: feels like a a John Claude Van Damme move, but honestly, I don't I don't blame him because, yeah, I don't think you needed someone like that for for this role because it was basically just kind of another. I think you you did need someone who was large and imposing, and all of the strengths that John Claude Van Damme would have brought, I w- don't think would have been highlighted, especially in a fight against Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: Yeah, uh, recasting it to the seven foot uh, actor was probably the smart idea, having somebody that could actually loom over him, since he since Short, I mean, since everyone, uh half this freaking movie is our muscle bound, yeah. uh uh huge men. That yeah, that having somebody that is that is menacing in a in a tall way. Because yeah. the suit's gonna do the menacing part uh when it comes to the look. Yeah. Um but having that extra height was was probably better than than the five yeah. foot nine. Well
0: and yeah, and I think I think it would have taken something out of it if we see this guy in the suit. And then he just starts doing martial arts. Like, that would have been very weird. Whereas the more guttural kind of kick-punch grab, but being a big imposing threat, you know, works, I think, better.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, And also the fact that they, they actually also changed the way the Predator looked in the middle of production as well with the change from okay van damme to to the the kevin uh kevin peter hall the actor that played it so the original outfit was reportedly uh uh, more insect like um and and some people said it looked like an insect with a chicken head on it like they were
0: interesting okay
1: yeah, there there were some uh there were some issues with it and then uh the the inspiration or the uh the design they ended up going with um was partly uh inspired from I believe a picture of uh of a Jamaican man with dreadlocks on the wall of Joel Silver I want to say Joel Silver's uh office and then the other side of it has to do with James Cameron at one having a discussion saying that he uh, that he really ha- likes the idea of a monster with mandibles. So then, uh, Winston, okay. the designer, sketched out a um, uh, mandibles on it. Yeah,
0: interesting. Yeah, because uh, this would Winston have been. Being... Yeah, yeah, because Stan Winston... Winston
1: also worked on the Terminator. Yeah, so, I was going to say Stan that.
0: Winston. Yeah, this would have probably been around the same time as as he would have been working on Terminator. So, well, Terminator, or you know, a bunch of other. Um, or probably at that point in time The Abyss as well. Um but
1: another James
0: Cameron film. Uh yeah, The Abyss would have been eighty nine.
1: But uh uh also uh Peter Cullen is the voice of Predator in the movie. Peter Cullen, might people might know as Optimus Prime.
0: <laughs> oh nice, okay. Uh
1: and he almost turned down the movie until he saw the sketch of the uh of what he was voicing and then he said, oh, I'll do it. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, Terminator was 1984, actually. And then The Abyss was uh, 89. Oh, but he would have just been working with James Cameron on Aliens, which came out the previous year. Uh, Very nice.
1: Oh, I was going to say one final thing about production was that it was a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not surprised by this. Uh, The... the, uh, uh... Both uh, Schwarzenegger um, and uh, Peter Hall said that that lake or that that river that they were they were in was was uh, there was leeches all over it. The water was stagnant and smelled Um, Schwarzenegger with the mud on it with the 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 clay that they used as mud on the body. Yeah, was freezing. He was he was visibly shivering during production. Uh, He couldn't uh, they couldn't heat him. Um, like with space heaters and things like that, because it would dry the mud. Uh, and then they also, they tried, uh, they tried giving him schnapps and all that did was make him drunk. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, so he was just, just freezing. Uh, yeah, there was, there was bug issues. There was, uh, I mean, freezing that they were literally in a, they, they were in Mexico filming on location. Uh, so there was there was critters everywhere. That, so there there was a lot of lot of issues on set. Um, uh, it was also right before it was literally days before Arnold Schwarzenegger's wedding, uh, and Schwarzenegger got in trouble from his wife because he showed up late because um, Jesse Ventura decided to mess with him and and crack jokes in the middle of takes. So they had to re keep redoing takes. Um, because Ventura was purposefully trying to delay Schwarzenegger to mess with them about his wedding.
0: That uh definitely feels like a Jesse Ventura thing to do. Um but yeah, so so one of the things that this movie will be kind of most recognized for is The Predator and the the design. Um and it was actually nominated but did not win uh the Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. Um, and I actually kind of did my, my retro deep dive is actually on the history of that award. And it's actually really interesting, like looking back, uh, cause it actually started out as, uh, as an award, uh, at the very first Academy Awards, uh, the Academy Award, which was 1929. Um, the the winner of Best Picture was a film called Wings, which was a um kind of uh fighter pilot kind of uh, movie, and it actually won uh apart from winning Best Picture, it won a award called Best Engineering Effects, which was kind of a More talking about the technology that they were using to do these, you know, in-flight kind of sequences uh, that they did. Um, And then that slowly morphed into, um, it was actually David O. Selznick. um, And that was just a one-time thing. Um, David O. Selznick, who at that point in time in 1933 uh, was the head of RKO Studios. Um, He actually went to the uh, Academy Board of Governors and wanted to kind of bring in a special effects award um, because 1933 was the year that King Kong came out. And he wanted to kind of get some extra recognition for uh, Willis O'Brien, who did all of the animation for King Kong. Um, and it took until 1938 uh, for them to actually start incorporating the uh, um, special effects uh, prize as part of the regular ceremony. And it was it was listed as best special effects from 1939 to 1963. And in this, it was actually a combination of the visual effects that we know, but also they were recognizing achievements in audio as well. Um, so we got a lot of interesting um, films films that actually won because of partially because of the photographic effects that they would use, but also the visual effects that they would start to use. Uh, But that changed in 1963 is when they started to specifically talk about the visual effects completely. And then that's when, you know, uh, Cleopatra, which was very grandiose, was the first one to have a visual effects because I think they did a lot of matte paintings in that movie, if I remember correctly. But then you get stuff like uh the incorporation of animation the next year with mary poppins um which was the award winner and then 1968 was our first like visual effects heavy winner which was 2001 a space odyssey um and then they would say there were there were a couple things a couple years here and there where they would either just give out a special achievement for it for the film or um there would be like 1930s 1973 there was no award given because there weren't any prominent visual effects um movies that came out and that's actually sandwiched between uh 1972 was the poseidon adventure uh which was a boat crash and yep. then Earth, then earthquake uh, was 1974. So it was earthquake, Hindenburg, and then King Kong. And then uh, 1977 was when we actually get our first kind of more head-to-head, more equal challenge. Because uh, that was actually it, Star Wars ended up being the winner, uh, but the the other nominee was Close Encounters of the Third Kind.
1: Oh, that's a neat pairing. Yeah, so that's
0: a neat pairing Then, than actually this this and movie Jaws would have
1: been the next year. Him, so. Uh Superman Although was that, the next that wouldn't really year. Count. Yeah, Superman would, would make more sense for that since Jaws yeah. just had the animatronic that they couldn't could, show.
0: Yep. Uh yeah, Superman was the next year, then then we get Alien and Empire Strikes Back, Raiders of the Lost Ark, E. T uh Return of the Jedi uh Temple of Doom in 1984 which, which in in kind of my surprise uh Terminator the original was not nominated.
1: Oh, weird.
0: Yeah, which is like, oh, okay. Um but Temple of the Doom, Temple of the Doom wins that year. Um and then we got like Cocoon, Aliens, uh predator all actually lost to a uh joe dante movie called inner space uh which Uh,
1: i love inner
0: space okay i've never actually seen that so
1: i was like i don't know shorts and uh and um... uh it says dennis quaid here dennis quaid yep i was like i was like not randy quaid dennis quaid Yeah. yeah dinner is great
0: <laughs> okay yeah i was like i i've never seen it so i was like i can't say if this is a weird like oh but it looks like it was people that were shrunk and then you know it so it
1: goes inside of bodies and yeah, it's, yeah. so there's it
0: okay the, yeah i can see
1: i can see how that one would have would have been this because but i i i don't know i think yeah. the, the the suit i don't know depends on on how they would yeah yeah
0: and then and then it gets obviously a lot more um intensive in year in later years, you know, where yeah. we get our more visually effects heavy uh films. Um which okay, that's an interesting one. Two, two, 2011, uh Hugo won. Uh and the only reason I'm questioning that is Rise of the Planet of the Apes was also nominated. And
1: Hugo animated oh no Hugo they did the stupid like dual animation thing where they like Beowulf or yeah which was it wasn't animated but it was animated
0: yeah which that's kind of the same thing of of Rise of the Planet of the Apes does is is the mocap um but Rise of the Planet of the Apes did it much better in my opinion so Mm. um but yeah that's that's my rush for deep dive because I saw that in like just randomly I was like oh this is actually really cool like i like the fact that it went from you know these practical effects in wings of like oh hey you know hey we were able to construct this thing that let us you know shoot on the, in this plane and get you know pov shots and uh, kind of stuff like that so we could actually capture you know close combat you know w- war like fighter planes and all the way to you know your big visual effects uh movies you know like your jurassic parks and and you know avatars and life of pies, which are very yeah, and I loved very different
1: yeah I loved wings uh Tony Shalhoub. I think that was my first introduction to him
0: uh this was not um. starring Tim daly i don 't think anyone in that entire cast was alive when this movie
1: oh oh you're talking about the other wings uh the the they did the theme song for that bond movie
0: uh which oddly enough is not which oddly enough was not one of the bond movies that was ever uh nominated for best visual effects thunderball was but uh, thunderball actually won which is weird like yeah they got a couple underwater sequences but
1: that's about it all right, so now we're gonna get into the meat and potatoes of the movie. Uh, after we've gotten through all that background, uh, and this part's probably not gonna take as long as it would in some of the other movies we've done, as as Kyle like, mentioned earlier. Like
0: we said, there's no, there's very little plot to this movie.
1: Uh... Yeah, it starts. It it starts with a that uh, they're bringing in uh, Schwarzenegger's character Dutch, um, and his team. Yeah. Um, who, and they're who... told that they're rest.
0: Yeah, who his team who he emphasizes multiple times we are a retrieval squad. We are not an assassination squad. It's like we are not yeah. here to just kill random people for you. We are here to you know you know get these kidnapped people back to safety. That is what we're here to do. We're not here to just yeah,
1: they're, they're... do
0: a military coup for you.
1: Yeah, they're told that there's a foreign cabinet minister and his aide are being are captured by insurgents. Uh and they bring in uh, CIA officer Al Dillon, who is uh uh that is um Carl, uh, Carl Weather's, Weather's character. Yeah. And, and that's when you get the greatest handshake in all of cinema.
0: Which uh, which my my deep dive was almost gonna be about that meme. Um uh, <laughs> very nice. But I couldn't like actually find the original origins of like when the memes started. Um, but I was like, this is so ridiculous. Like this has literally been, um, uh, this was referenced in, uh, I think it's either this handshake or the one in the thing, uh, that is what's referenced when, uh, Donald Glover and Joel McHale's, uh, uh characters meet in the paintball episode in uh community.
1: I'm pretty sure it's this one. I'm pretty sure it's, they do the, the, Yeah, they they do
0: uh, you the son upward. of a bitch. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um but uh then after this that's uh, they they fly to the jungle. Uh you get some terrible uh, troublesome in fact from Jesse Ventura specifically. <laughs> yeah. Uh but terrible dialogue on the on the uh the chopper ride uh sorry chopper ride um there and then uh you get the, the the feeling that uh um that Dylan uh is not liked by this group uh which <laughs>
0: he's sure. he's not uh, yeah
1: yeah uh, then they go in there and then they murder no. oh man this this uh we don't we're not here to kill Squad is just killing everything they see. Uh once they get to this uh um the site where they're told that these people are captured. Yeah. Um, once... I should say on the way to the site they find a dead body of a of a another army personnel, uh, strung up and like drained of blood. Uh just kind of pretty wicked.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was full on like Almost flayed completely skin, yeah. yeah. It was it was gross. Um, and then yeah, they they then destroy this entire village.
1: Um, uh, just I mean the village. Sh- they they do see a uh, U.S. soldier getting shot in the head before they do it. Um, so it is a it is like an insurgent village. Like it it's yeah. it's not like just it's not women and children uh there is one woman in the village that they managed to not kill and take with them because i don't know story yeah it's
0: it's not it's not them going through a village of actually innocent people like uh this summer was in uh the suicide squad yeah it's like wait these were actually nice these were actually good people oops
1: such a good movie it was so i need to watch I need to watch peacemaker. Yeah. Um so uh they they capture her. This is when you find out that that oh they they weren't sent to save people. They were sent for there was like an invasion something. It's really vague. It's very yeah. very vague. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... it's like
0: I yeah, it's like they they don't flat out say that the predators been there and like that's kind of what they're there to take care of but
1: this is this is the scene though that gets the line that makes me laugh really hard
0: okay which which line
1: so uh jesse ventura is standing there and one of the other uh i i want to say it's poncho walks up and he goes you're bleeding and then he goes i ain't got time to bleed (laughs) just start laughing when he says that yeah and then well, he goes, all right, and he like throws a grenade. And he goes, you got time to duck, and then he blows something up. And I'm like, that's just so dumb. I loved it. It
0: was so yeah, it's so yeah. It's like there the like we cr- we criticize the the script writing for a lot of these, you know, is you know lack of a plot and some terrible dialogue early on. But yeah, we get the. You know, you son of a bitch! Handshake, and the I ain't got time to bleed and get to the chopper. Oh, you
1: know, there's also stick around when he stabs a. Yeah, knife in the that wall was the great. Too.
0: Um, but like we, but we like we have you know a lot of that you know, and it's like we have these fun little one-liners, but that's about it. Like that we that yep. we have um for
1: dialogue yeah that that, that's all that's worth mentioning (laughs) yeah
0: um but yeah then we go uh and after this is when we start we'd we'd been getting it sporadically of this you know infrared kind of look like someone watching them from the the jungle and then we slowly yep. start to realize that it's like oh this is the predator this is what they've actually been here to to take out good luck you guys are screwed this thing is way more powerful than you guys are um which it is a it is a, at least a good showcase of i think you unfortunately needed them to be so crazy, powerful and destructive looking to then emphasize how dangerous the predator is because he so easily takes out all of these guys.
1: Yeah. Um, and I mean, they weren't sent there to fight the predator. That just that yeah. just so happened that the predator was there. Uh, they also never call him the predator. They call him a hunter a few times because originally the name of the movie was going to be the hunter. Yep. Uh, and they came up with predator in post production. Okay. Uh, but if it was post production. Um, yeah. uh, but yeah, we get a uh, uh, we get our first kill of the main group. Uh, the 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 woman they take hostage, Anna, runs away. And Hawkins, Shane Black, runs after her, and he is then killed in front of her, uh, and dragged away. And this is when they start to realize that there's something out there, um, uh, and they go searching for Hawkins' body because they want to bring the body back. Uh, and this is when uh, Jesse Ventura's character, Blaine, is killed with with like a cannon, the the arm cannon thing, yeah. or the uh, the shoulder cannon thing. Uh, And then this is where we get the scene that made me laugh incredibly hard because uh, uh, Mac comes up uh, and starts just shooting into the forest. (laughs) And everyone, one by one, just walks up and not even asking a question, just starts shooting randomly into the same area that Mac was shooting. And I'm just like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in a a movie. (laughs) yeah, it was I suppo- can't imagine anybody be, watching that scene and not laughing.
0: Yeah, I think it was supposed to be like he's he's pretty close with with Blaine. They show early on, so they kind of it's it's supposed to be in in his grief that he's, you know, kind of taking it out and trying to get after this thing um which he can't even see because it's still in its cloaking uh mode. Um, he does do a pretty good number on it though. Like he does,
1: you know, like yeah, he clips it, he gets in its leg.
0: Yeah. So like he, he does, he does get it, but it's a lot for, <laughs> he does a lot more damage to the jungle and everything else around than he does to the yeah. predator.
1: They shoot a clearing into the jungle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, then they they camp up for the night. Uh, they Mac freaks out over the during the night because one of the they they set traps and and Mac goes to attack the thing that that set it off and it was a boar. Uh, but while this is happening, they find that the uh, that the predator has come in and taken the body. Uh, um, uh, taken. Uh, 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 oh man, I just said his name and I forgot it already. Blaine. Blaine's body. Yep, there we go uh while they were while they were distracted uh without sending any of the uh the measures off um and then the the next day is is just killer killer all over the place <laughs> you yeah, get I did uh... I
0: did I did like the fact like because we throughout these sequences we slowly arnold schwarzenegger's character um slowly starts to realize that it's like, oh, clearly whatever this thing is, it can see all of our you know, more modern weapons because they have like the metal little cables that are what what all the traps were set up with. And well it's like, oh clearly they it can see this, but it can't see if we do these same style traps with, you know, the vines from the trees and stuff like that. Instead, it can't see it. And this was kind of the first, like, oh, it's not seeing organic material as much, um, which will, will then also... lead to, you know, stuff later on in the movie.
1: Yep. And he also realizes that, that he's not... Coming on the ground, it's coming from the trees. at yeah. the same time. Um, so they set up this this uh, elaborate trap. Uh, there's a lot of flexing muscles while they pull on vines uh, montage going on. Um, and they and they set this up, and the uh, uh, it goes a little awry. Um, they do catch the predator for a moment. He escapes. Uh, he sets off one of the traps that hits um, Poncho, uh, injuring Poncho, um, and then Mac takes off to go to to go get the Predator. And at the same time, uh, Dylan decides to go with Mac. And then this is when Arnold throws him a second machine gun that appears and disappears while he's walking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, this doesn't go well for, for Mac and Dylan. Uh, pretty, uh, they, they, they set up a plan, uh, to try to make you think that they might have some kind of chance, but Mac is, is dispatched, um, almost right away. He's crawling and then the predator walks over top of him and shoots him in the head. Uh, Dylan then, uh, starts, uh, shooting wildly at the predator and gets his arm shot off and then continues to shoot with the other gun. And then you just hear a scream. Uh, you don't see a death scene you just hear a scream Um, that doesn't come back (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um,
0: yeah lots of lots of off lots of
1: off-camera deaths here Um, yep and I think a lot of that had to do with with the suit and not being able to do a lot with it yeah and and I mean they got a lot out of the suit later on but you could tell during the the fight later on that will uh that that the suit wasn't very mobile. So that's why a lot of like the hits and things that it was doing on Schwarzenegger were through its visor, through the view,
0: mm.
1: uh, the first person view rather than the, the, the third person view. Yeah. But yeah, then, then they're, they're running and Billy stays behind to fight him one-on-one. Uh, and that goes poorly right away. They, you see him like pull a knife out and cut his chest and then they cut away and immediately it's just, it's just the scream from Billy. And I'm like, yeah. man, they didn't even give him a little fight scene. Like, Dude just got taken out. Yeah. Um, and then they and then they get caught up, and Poncho's killed. And for some reason, Arnold Schwarzenegger realizes that that the the woman wasn't killed because she didn't have a gun. So she yeah. gets away.
0: Yeah, that only lasts so long though. Uh, which yeah, this is when he yells to for her to get to the chopper. If I remember correctly,
1: he goes get to the chopper. So good. Yeah, do the chopper. Yeah, and then he's shot, and then he falls into a river, and then crawls up on a mud bank, and gets covered in mud, and crawl, and as he's crawling away, predator comes down after him, and climbs up after him, and he's like in these vines covered in mud, and that's when he realizes that he can't be seen with the mud on him, um, because it hides his heat, which. Makes sense, but also doesn't make sense because there would be some heat poking through.
0: But... Yeah, there there would be. Yeah, there would be something. I I think it's more just the the organic, you know, like it clearly you know has a thing that it can't see as much organic life, um, except for humans. Um, and yeah, so I yeah, I don't I don't know how. This thing's vision works. Um, it also feels like it definitely has <laughs> it should have kept that helmet on because as we get to the the fight scene at the end and it gets like the the red vision at the very end. it's like how could you see at all with that? <laughs> It's like no wonder yeah. you no wonder you have this infrared scanner thing this thermal scanner or instead cuz your actual vision's atrocious.
1: Yeah, and I mean the this fight was very good. Like this was the best part of the movie was yeah. was the one-on-one fight between Schwarzenegger and and Predator. Um yeah, you get a you get yes, a wonderful yes, montage. Yes.
0: Yeah, I was I was going to say like the the montage of Schwarzenegger setting all these traps. And actually a lot of them come back into play, like if not pretty much all of them uh, come back into play. And he actually has this planned out really well of, you know, being able to actually combat with this, you know, alien menace um, that, you know, we don't know is an alien yet, you know. Or I guess we see like a craft at the very beginning, but it's still a little weird.
1: Yeah, it's not really told very well that this is a. I believe they phrased it as "ET meets a horror film" or something like that. Like that's how the idea was formed. Was oh really?
0: Like ET, yeah. like almost ET meets Alien kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um was sort of how they, they formed the idea for the movie. Because um, uh, it started off as a joke. Um, okay. Oh, oh no, it was... Uh, the joke was uh, the only person Rocky Balboa had yet to fight was E.T., was how the concept of this movie came up.
0: Okay. All
1: right, All right I guess. Yeah. yeah, oh, yep, I see that, yep. So, yeah, so this, I mean... Then I, I mean, obviously uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger wins the fight and gets he gets through the chopper. Um, yeah, and then you get a nice ending where it's not like they're not going too much because like at this point, he essentially gets in the chopper and then just goes quiet and yeah, which is exactly what you would expect. Yeah, he he um,
0: real he realizes like I barely survived that. Everyone I know that was with me on this thing is dead. This is not like wow. This sucked. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh so yeah, let's let's get your uh let's get your thoughts Kyle.
0: I didn't like it at first. I came to like it a little bit. I had fun with it is is really all yep. that that was um but I also like I had fun with it. I enjoyed watching it, but I also realized like oh, there is a reason why I don't love these type of movies. Um, like I've never like like Shane was shocked that it's like oh I how you know <laughs> as as I'm literally looking at our list of recommendations of like the movies I've seen compared to the movies like Shane's seen of like of all the movies that I've seen how has this not like how how has this been in my b- blind spot somehow but. You know, it just is because it's, it's a, like I don't love the alien invasion type movies. And that's kind of what I thought this was going to be. But this was more actually just a fun action movie that just happened to have, you know, this like alien menace kind of thing. Um, So I, I enjoyed it. I, w- I re- would recommend it to other people. Um, again, like <laughs> feels like all of yours. I always give the caveat of like, you know, after a conversation with them, and, and you know, I would, I would talk and be like, oh yeah, no, I think you'd actually really like this movie, um, kind of thing. The the visual effects, like I said, I'm kind of shocked at um how actually well they held up because. Um, And I know this is uh, one thing that that Shane and I have talked about, the fact that one of the only James Bond movies Shane has seen all the way through, it happens to be one of the worst James Bond
1: movies, which is Die Another Day. Yeah, whichever one, Halle Berry, and they were in the ice sculpture. Yeah,
0: which (laughs) they have, and it reminds me, because that was mid-2000s, or late '90s, mid 2000s, so it's at least a decade after this movie. It's basically the same effect that they use for the car, is what they use for the predator, and it's like okay, a decade later, the vi- that type of visual effect, the camouflage, looks pretty close to what they would use in like the late '90s. You know, now you'd have you'd probably have something like that at first and then just completely wipe it and have maybe a silhouette going and that's it. Um, but it's like, it, it worked for the time that it had, that it was coming out. Um, and I mean the, the predator itself, you know, even though I hadn't watched it, I knew about the predator, you know, I knew yep. the, the iconic like look, look of the predator. Um, moving forward and so it was like yeah no okay i can see i can see where all of this came from and and i kind of liked it uh what about you what are your final thoughts
1: yeah so uh like why
0: why did you recommend this to me
1: so this was a movie that i hadn't seen since i was a kid and i remember it being a lot of fun and uh me loving it as a kid uh, but the full the reason why I recommended was because of the visual effects. Um, the I remember really loving the way Predator looked, and what they did with Predator in this movie, and I thought that that would be like when it comes to to films that, like like I said, it's kind of a, it's it's almost a survival action horror. Yeah, And I think that it that it's lent it, this style to a lot of things that come later on. Although now it, everything kind of switches to just CGI rather than, than the visual effects. Yep. And it's just one of those things of my love for visual effects and the way they do things uh, with costumes uh, that that I just I, I really sort of wanted to watch it again. I thought this is a nice little venue to do it. Yeah, yeah. And when I found out that you hadn't seen it, I was just like, I, I mean, I think we've got to. Yeah, like. Like it was just yeah, so it wasn't fully a movie that I necessarily thought that you would like, but I thought it was a movie that you would appreciate at least at least certain aspects of it, I should say.
0: Yeah, and I did because like you you see, even though it was more of a, a practical effects, you they do the smart thing. You see the whole predator in the daylight for like three seconds is what it feels yeah. like. Whereas a technique you now see a lot, a, a most of the time, maybe too much, is when you have those creature effects. One of the you know kind of shortcuts that you can make is you know ah put it in put it at the in the night so that you don't need to light it as well because what. You know, goes and is is a big tell, um, as I've been watching a lot of, like, corridor crew um, visual effects, like, videos. Um, what's one of the big tells is in a lot of the visual effects is how you light it. And the fact if you can light it more simply, and you can use a lot more heavy shadows, you can hide some of those details. And it doesn't need to be as... You know, detailed and succinct, like on the screen. So, but it can still pop off, like, and you can see a lot of you know the really interesting things about the design. Um, because that that's the thing. Yeah, the the San Winston design of the of the Predator outfit itself of has become iconic, like, because you have these dreadlocks this mask you know and then like even underneath the mask with the mandibles and everything and then but even just that silhouette is really striking and and is visually striking and you like you see it and it pops off the screen
1: for you well and i mean i haven't watched a lot of the newer movies but honestly they haven't changed much no. like you see the new movies and and this the one in this movie Looks just like if not better at times for at least like the face the way that they form the face and everything than the one then the the new ones, yeah, um, I would say they've improved some stuff on the body possibly uh yep. but yeah like it's it's just it, it it's someone that was an expert at their craft obviously uh that put this together, and it's something that should be appreciated, i think, yeah, uh now with so. that said. With all that said, I don't think I liked it as much as an adult as I did as a kid. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, um... like,
0: yeah, obviously. Like, they're, like we we keep joking. Like, there's no plot to this movie whatsoever. Yeah. Like, this is just an excuse for Arnold to fight an alien. And that's what they set out to. So they accomplished what they set out to to do, I guess. But it's like, you know, we didn't need Shane Black making all of these random jokes jesse ventura being very not politically correct yeah but yeah it's like like you said i i enjoyed it in the context of like you know this is an 80s action film and let's let's kind of have some fun with it so
1: so with that uh kyle what is your recommendation for uh next time
0: uh, for next time, so I will give you a choice once oh, again. Play um, my
1: card against me.
0: Yeah. So would you want to do more of a a, a screwball comedy or a murder mystery?
1: Mm. You know, generally I will normally go towards the murder mystery, but because i feel like we've done we haven't really done as much comedy on this podcast yet so let's go with the screwball comedy
0: all right um i don't know how much you're going to like this movie i th- i think <laughs> i think i think you will if you stay awake because i also know one of your things <laughs> is um the fact that black and white movies pretty much put you to sleep
1: yeah that's 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 a trouble for me
0: yeah um, and this is definitely black and white, um, because this is, let me look at the year quickly, uh, 1938, uh, this is 1938 starring Katherine Hepburn and Cary Grant. Um, it is, uh, the film, uh, bringing up baby. Uh, it is a, uh, yeah, very much. It's, it's a screwball comedy, uh, where, uh, Catherine Hepburn uh, is supposed to, uh, Cary Grant's character is a paleontologist, basically. Um, he works at a museum. They don't exactly say what he's there for. Oh, yeah, no, he is a paleontologist. So he's Ross from Friends, but more likable.
1: Cool. What a great character.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, she is, uh, and yeah, uh, so uh, her character Susan thinks that in not paying attention, uh, thinks that he's a a zoologist, not a paleontologist. So he's like, she's like, Oh, I just adopted this leopard from my brother. And, but instead of getting this tame leopard, uh, she actually, uh, it keeps getting mixed up with a leopard that had just escaped from the zoo Um, And they have to track down which one's which and fun shenanigans. Is there a remake
1: of this starring Madonna?
0: Uh, There might be. Let me look.
1: I don't think it was called the same thing, but I I remember a movie that was like Madonna and it involved like a leopard. I will look. Hold on. Search for Madonna leopard. Movie. That's not how you spell leopard. Don't autocorrect (laughs) to the wrong spelling of the word. Who's that girl Um, is the name of that movie. Maybe that's not. I'm trying to see if that's a remake because I've seen who's that girl. Nope, not a remake. Okay. Okay.
0: Not a remake. But like, this is the, one of the very first, um, original kind of romantic comedy, screwball comedy, like movies, um, After the silent era, you know, starring Catherine Hepburn, uh, starring Cary Grant, who were both, you know, gigantic movie stars at the time. Um, I, I first watched this in film school and I, I just really like it. And I think, I think it is funny enough. There are some, there are some jokes that are a bit dated, um, but it's almost a hundred years old. So.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but uh, it's actually not as bad, except for like one scene that is not PC anymore for sure. Um, but it, it it actually holds up fairly well because um, I actually just watched well, it, it, it recently. It. So, yeah, I, I I very much enjoyed, it. and it's uh, it's streaming on HBO Max. Awesome. All right.
1: Well, let's check those things out.
0: Um, So, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. As always, follow me at Knocked Out Films. Shane, what do you want to plug?
1: Uh, Follow Kyle at Knocked Out Films. (laughs) Okay. Be good to each other.